good morning, good afternoon, good evening, gamers. How is everybody doing today? Uh, I am your host, Catfish, and I would like to welcome you all back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Uh, I want to thank you all for riding along with me, hopping on in, buckling up as I make this long trek to work today on this fine Tuesday morning. So how is everybody doing? Uh, Did everybody complete your clan games? Uh, Were you able to max those things out? I hope that your clans were. Uh, I know that we in the Knights of Zion, we finished with, I don't know, like 50% more than what we needed, right? What's the the total you need? 50,000 to get those max games, and I think we had 76,000 something. Uh, So... It's not that difficult, is it? As long as you've got a clan that uh, gets in there and participates, then it can be pretty easy for clans to max those things out. Uh, COTP plebs maxed them out pretty quickly. Uh, Eden's Edge took a little bit more time, but that's, I think, because a lot of the accounts in Eden's Edge at the moment were uh, several alternate accounts from leaders that are over in KOC. So uh, it took a little bit longer there in Eden's Edge, but we did all get those things maxed out. Um me on the Town Hall 14, you know, I kind of make fun of the people who, who race to get them done, uh, but it just so happened that, that I had some free time when those things first started, and uh, I started work knocking them out, and I got to about 300 points shy of the 4,000 needed to max them out, and then just could not do any more clan games. Uh, there were none available on the builder base, and because in, I'm in Legends League, I had done my eight attacks, so I couldn't do any of the regular ones, and I stalled out a few points shy of being the first one finished, and uh, Sir Jellopup called me out on it in clan chat. He's like, hey, how come Catfish quit so early? He was going to be done first. Sir C beat me to being done first, and uh, it was simply because I could not get any challenges that I could do at the moment. So that's it. Uh, that's the only thing that you get from completing first, right? Is a couple, uh, I don't know, some bragging rights. I wish that there was some sort of uh, extra bonus that maybe the clan leaders could give to the guys who come in first, second, or third. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see Supercell incorporate that into the game uh, just to, to put a little bit more challenge on completing them first. But the rewards from clan games are usually pretty good. You know, I made fun of the ones last month because of those silly, uh, the, the potions books, uh, that, that none of us town hall 14s need. Uh, but I could use it on my 11 and, and many of my, my other mini accounts. So it's, it's not a complete waste. Just when, when that's, uh, when that's the recurring theme, the, the books of potions and I don't need it on the main account, it, it, it gets kind of funny to me. But regardless, uh, the clan games finished up. Uh, because of them, I've got my warden now going to max. I used the book that was there um, to get him up uh, to 54. So he's down uh, going up to 55. And I, I actually have three heroes down at the moment. My queen, my barb king, and my warden are all down in preparation for SCCWL coming up. Uh, so those, those guys are all down. Uh, Royal champions at max. The rest of them are falling behind a little bit, but we're going to get those caught up relatively quickly as soon as SCCWL is over. So I've got all of my uh, builder potions running to try to boost these uh, this next six days and nine hours worth of uh, 
hero upgrades into just a couple days before our first SCCWL match hits. Uh, so they'll be up before I actually get put in on the roster. So it is SCCWL prep time. We are doing that in Knights of Zion right now. I got our, uh, our announcement out for signing up. Uh, if for some reason you are a knight who is listening to this and hasn't checked Discord, go check Discord and sign up, y'all. Uh, we need everybody who is available to be signing up for SCCWL as soon as possible so we know what, what kind of roster we're looking at. It is uh, a holiday weekend, a holiday week, and it's the, you know, the beginning of a lot of folks' summer vacation time. So we have a few guys who are going to be sitting out because of summer vacation, going taking some trips with family. And uh, you'll always hear me say it, family is more important than Clash of Clans. Uh, real life is more important than Clash of Clans. I know we all love this game, uh, but getting to spend some time with family is far more important uh, than participating in SCCWL. So you guys who are out traveling, who are out visiting with family, uh, who are just taking a little bit of a break to uh, recharge your batteries and refresh yourselves, uh, I hope that 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 goes well for you. And just know that uh, the Knights are going to be here no matter what, waiting for you to come back. And hopefully we'll be able to press on in our our hopes of staying in Champions 3 with an abbreviated roster perhaps this month. Uh, But that is going to be our goal. We are not looking to, to promote just yet. Uh, like I said, uh, a while back, probably later in the summer, once we get everybody back, maybe we'll look to, to push again up into Champions 2. But as it goes right now, uh, we're, we're hoping to, to get enough folks. That perhaps we can do that 21-man rotation again. Uh, if we don't get that many folks signed up, then we'll see what we have to do uh, with our CWL rotation this month. Uh, since we are talking about SCCWL prep, that means it is the end of the month. The end of the month means what? Uh, well, if you follow Clash of Clans on Twitter, you will see that they posted a little uh, a little leak, a little sneak peek of uh, somebody waiting for that season bank that's coming at the end of the gold pass. And I think it's the guy we're going to see at the beginning of the next gold pass. Uh, with the end of the month, means we have the beginning of the next month coming and we've got a new skin coming. Y'all, uh, Clash of Clans is already kind of giving us a sneak peek of this, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing the Jungle Barbarian King coming up in uh, next month's pass. Uh, and I, 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 I've seen some leaks on uh, Reddit that show him he the, the leak that, that, or the sneak peek that Clash of Clans gave us was basically just a hand sitting on a throne, sitting there kind of thump, you know, strumming his fingers against the throne. Uh, but he's like this blue green color, which kind of fits in with the rest of the town hall 14 theme. Right. And, uh, it kind of reminded me of Thanos sitting on his throne, you know, a little bit different color there, but kind of reminded me of Thanos sitting on his throne. So hopefully we'll see a a cool barbarian King skin. Uh, it looks like his weapon is going to be changed a bit. And instead of carrying his sword or the, uh, you know, the guitar, like our party king, he's going to be carrying a, a Makahito, uh, which is an Aztec weapon, you know, that's the uh, the wooden sword with embedded obsidian shards in it that uh, is pretty nasty. Uh, so that's going to be kind of cool looking, hopefully, once we get to see it in action. Uh, but be looking for the official peak of that in uh, in in-game probably in the next day or two, but uh, there is a leak of it that's on, on Reddit if you go to Clash of Clans Leaks Reddit. So with the end of the month, we also have a bunch of events that have come up. You know, usually right before CWL, they throw in a few uh, 
a few other events. And right now we have three of the events that are good for getting rewards and one other event that's just good to, to help us out. Uh, the first one being bowlers. Uh, if you complete the bowler challenge, you get two resource potions. Uh, the second event is super wall breakers, which are good for a training potion. And the third event is dragon riders, which are good for a super potion. The fourth event is the one gem hero boost. Um, I don't know about y'all, but when they do just the one gem hero boost uh, for me, on my my town hall 14 probably even the town hall 11 that doesn't really help me much because if i'm going to be boosting the heroes then i also need to be boosting my barracks and in my lab right um so th that's going to take a training potion because i'm not going to spend the one gem each on the heroes and then have to spend all the extra gems on boosting the the barracks and the the uh spell factories so it, it doesn't really do me a whole lot of good for the bigger accounts, but on the smaller accounts, if you're doing something uh, like a, a Town Hall 8 or even a Town Hall 9, and you're just out there sniping for um, some outside collectors and whatnot, then certainly um, running like a Barch and then doing the one gem hero boost uh, is going to help you out. So if you're if you're sitting down there a little bit lower, that uh that one gem hero boost can be a, a good thing if all you're doing is farming in a low league trying to pick up some loot. So hopefully that helps out somebody there. Now, you know that your boy Catfish is going to be trying to do this Bowler Super Wall Breaker Dragon Rider event all at the same time, and all with an Archer Queen, Barbarian King, and Grand Warden down at the same time. So I, uh, I saw what the events were this morning. I have put an army in to cook, uh, and we'll see what we can do. I'm going to start off trying to see if I can't do a, a blizzard on the town hall. I'm still trying to tweak what I'm going to be using to tank for that, that blimp, because when I built it, I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to have the warden up or down, and he's down. So looks like I'm going to have to change my plan a little bit. But I am going to be trying to complete all three of these events at the same time. Uh, I'll be posting whatever army ends up working for me in the Discord server. So check that out there. Or if you have recommendations on how you were able to do it on, on your Town Hall 14, or even say your, your Town Hall 11 or Town Hall 9s, uh, let me know what it was that you were using, and I'll, uh, I'll try to use that in, uh, in some raids and, and see how it does. Uh, and if I get a really good one that works, then perhaps I'll, I'll post some replays. Uh, I've been recording a few replays of, of various armies and posting them, posting them on Amazon's Game On app. Um, it's it's built that app's built for mobile gaming. Uh, it does, just does short five minute or less clips. Uh, and I've got a, a few up there basically that were showing how broken Town Hall 11 is. So if you go into that. Uh, if you go into that Game On app and search for hashtag TH11Broken, uh, I've tried to get a couple of my clan mates to post a couple of their their raids also, but showing how, you know, just Zapwitch is just killing everything in Town Hall 11, uh, with or without heroes, and uh, hopefully maybe maybe Supercell will catch on, and uh, maybe there'll be some rebalancing in one of these future updates to maybe make Town Hall 11 a little bit more competitive again, even if you are using Siege Machines, because if, you, uh, if you're doing one of those Town Hall 11 No Siege leagues, then it absolutely is a lot more difficult and uh, a little bit more competitive there. So shout out to you guys who are able to do that. Uh, so that is what we've got going on there in the clans. Um, I'm, I'm hoping 
that uh, everybody will be able to finish out those events. Now, I do want to highlight something else that we have going on right now that's not directly related to Clash of Clans, but will have an impact on Clash of Clans. And that is the Esports Awards. Uh, right now, the voting for the Esports Awards is open. Uh, no, Clash of Clans was not nominated for any Esports Awards. Um, I, don't, I don't know that we are at the point with Clash of Clans to be able to be recognized for having a huge Esports um, movement, but we're getting there. Uh, I think some of the changes that have been made may have been for the better, but I've already, I've already discussed why I think we have some issues with the way that, that the current world championships were being run. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to see maybe Clash of Clans getting nominated for an eSports award next year. Uh, we do have a couple things, though, from Supercell that are nominated. There actually is a, a game within the Clash universe that was nominated for an eSports award, uh, and that being Clash Royale was nominated for eSports Mobile Game of the Year, and so was Brawl Stars. So we have uh, one of Supercell's games in the Clash universe nominated, and then another Supercell game that's it's not directly in the Clash universe uh, was also nominated for Mobile Game of the Year. Um, if you would like to go and vote on that, I'll put a link in the show notes on how to go and vote for the esports awards and at the end of this segment I'll, I'll i'll give you the link there also so be prepared for that but the esports awards they they recognize it's not just about gaming it is about organized esports so yeah there's plenty of games out there that are great that aren't going to even be falling into categories that work for the esports awards because they're going to be more geared towards the things that, that where they have these professional competitions set up where there's pro teams and whatnot that are coming in with sponsors and being able to have massive tournaments. Uh, that's what the eSports Awards is, you know, it's based around. But it can have impacts on the rest of the market. Uh, you see, if we can... It, it wasn't all that long ago where some famous, you know, eSports athletes were saying that mobile gamers are not real gamers. Uh and I'm not saying that everybody who plays a mobile game is a real gamer. And not every mobile game is fitting of being, you know, considered a good game. But there are definitely some outstanding games out there that are on the mobile platform. Uh, there's many games that have been ported over from console and PC into mobile and have taken off and done very well for themselves. There are games like Clash of Clans who are built strictly around a mobile platform. Uh, and have done very well for themselves and have grossed a lot of money for their makers, uh, more than some of these PC or console-based games have, uh, that have had longevity. How many games have been around as long as Clash of Clans has and are still continuing to be, you know, in, let's say, the top 10 to 20 uh, games that are being purchased or downloaded? You don't have to purchase Clash of Clans. It's free, right? You can download it. But it's still bringing in income for Supercell. Uh, and there's not many games that have been around as long as Clash of Clans has that are continuing to be a commercial success for their builders or for their, their creators and also a success for the people who are wanting to play and continue having fun in that game. Um, so the mobile market really is catching on. Uh, there were there was times when people didn't think that PCs were going to be any good for playing games, and, and now that there, there's a huge contingent of, of PC gamers. Uh, heck, there were times when uh, when board game players thought that 
computer or console games, any sort of video games, weren't going to catch on. Uh, those of us who are old enough to have lived through the infancy of some of the the video gaming market, uh, you know, it wasn't as big as it was as it is today, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of shade thrown at video games, and now that seems to be a huge market. Uh, so. Markets do shift in things, and we are on the cusp of having a huge shift over to the mobile gaming market. Uh, it is the most accessible gaming platform there is. How many people have a cell phone in their pocket? Lots of people. How many people carry around a gaming PC or a gaming console? Uh, unless you have you know, a, a gaming console that also has a mobile option, and I... You know, like the, the, the Game Boys, uh, when that, that came out when I was a kid. So that, that was one of the few mobile gaming devices when I was a kid. Uh, but that was a dedicated gaming device. Most people don't have one of those that they carry around all the time. But nearly everybody has a cell phone they carry around. So that in and of itself makes the mobile gaming market much more accessible than any of the other gaming platforms. Uh, so we're seeing a huge uptick in the number of, of good games that are coming to that platform. And anything that puts a highlight on the good games within mobile, is it's only going to force more and more companies to develop even better games for us and put more and more games out there that we're going to enjoy playing. So I would like to ask all of my mobile gaming friends here to go over to the Esports Awards and vote for some of these mobile gaming things to show that there really is a background, that there's a lot of people who would like to see more and more mobile games developed, good ones developed, that would like to see the good ones get rewarded, and to see some of these professional uh, leagues get built around these games. Uh, it can only be good for us. If we, if we support that market, it can, only be a good, it can only be good for those of us who like to play in that market. So some of the awards categories uh, that we have in the eSports awards, uh, they have like eSports apparel of the year. Um, there are a couple a couple teams nominated for that who do have um, mobile gaming teams. So if you've got a good uh, a favorite mobile gaming team and have one of their jerseys, go check out uh, and, and vote for that. Uh, content creator. So th again, this is going to be based around eSports not just making content about video games, but actually about the esports. So I don't, I don't know that there's any mobile gaming esports content creators who are nominated. Uh, mobile game, there actually is a category for mobile game of the year. We talked about that. Uh, Clash Royale and Brawl Stars are two of them. Uh, mobile Legends, COD Mobile, PUBG Mobile, Free Fire, Free Fire, Arena of Valor, and League of Legends are the ones that are nominated for Mobile Game of the Year. Uh, I, I've cast my vote. Uh, I, I would I would suggest that y'all go out there and cast your vote for your favorite mobile game uh, to see if it gets up there. Uh, esports personality. Uh, every month, the Esports Awards does a play of the month. So if you've got a great uh, esports moment, if you happen to be on a team and, and want to upload a clip, then you could be nominated for play of the month. Uh, streamer of the Year is another one. And then here's another category that actually does have some mobile flair to it, that being Broadcast Production Team. ESL is one of the teams nominated for the Broadcast Production Team of the Year Award, and they also happen to be one of the partners for Clash of Clans. Uh, so they do partner with a lot of mobile gaming things, and uh, if you would like to go and cast your vote to ESL being given that award, that, that could help us out in the mobile gaming market. 
uh, eSports commercial partner. Uh, so that's going to be like sponsor of the year kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Coverage platform. Uh, here we go. Game of the year. There is actually a mobile game that is nominated for game of the year. Not mobile game of the year. Flat out game of the year. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is not nominated for this category, but Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Mobile, PUBG Mobile, is nominated for Game of the Year against many great games out there that uh, I'm sure any of you guys who are on platform or uh, who are on PC or on any of the consoles will probably recognize some of these other games, but we do have a mobile game that is nominated against them, and I think that's fantastic. Uh, I, yes, I went and cast my vote for PUBG Mobile because I I consider myself a mobile gamer. Well, I don't know if I consider myself too much of a gamer. I like to play mobile games. Let's put it that way. Uh, What is the other thing we have? Oh, hardware provider. Hardware provider of the year. So now we're talking like uh, processors and and video cards and all of these things that that all the hardware that people are going to have to use to play games. They actually have a... Uh, a hardware provider of the year. One of those is something is is a is a company who is near and dear to a lot of mobile gaming content creators' hearts, and that is Elgato. Uh, the Elgato capture card is something that a ton of mobile content creators have to use to be able to capture and broadcast and stream their um, their content. Uh, so, if you would like to. Throw out a vote to help out some mobile gamers. Perhaps go and cast a vote for Elgato uh, as the hardware provider of the year. Uh, some other categories that we have are esports journalist and esports publisher. So esports publisher is one that does have a tie into mobile gaming. Also, no, Supercell is not nominated for uh, publisher of the year. However. The parent company that that, that has some interest and in, in some uh, some controlling interest within Supercell uh, was in the past two years that this this transaction happened. But Tencent actually purchased some of Supercell. Tencent is the company that creates games such as PUBG Mobile. I believe they also do COD Mobile, uh, but that that's another one. <laughs> uh, but they do have some controlling interest in uh, Supercell. And they are one of the Publisher of the Year uh, nominees for the award. So uh, there's another good one for for voting towards getting mobile gaming uh, recognized. And then the one that that I'd like to spend a little bit of extra time talking about. And that is eSports Supporting Service of the Year. Supporting Service um, is... It's a company that is going to be helping out content creators or helping out the esports teams, uh, getting them connected with sponsors, uh, helping them in, in ways such as getting their, their content edited and distributed, um, hooking them up with advertisers and whatnot. Uh, the supporting service that I'm throwing my vote towards is called Aftershock Media Group. Um, I am hoping that in the next month or so that I'm actually going to have a a podcast episode dedicated more towards Aftershock Media Group, but I'm going to give you a little preview right now. Uh, Aftershock Media Group helps out a ton of gamers and content creators, 
and are almost entirely focused on mobile gaming. And why it should be near and dear to the hearts of those of us who love to play Clash of Clans is that Aftershock Media Group was started by two former Clash of Clans content creators. Uh, that being Power Bang and Clash with Ash. Uh, those two became friends and started doing a ton of stuff together and wanted to be able to, to help out up-and-coming content creators and, and other mobile gamers uh, because they, like I talked about earlier, seeing this shift in the market, they foresaw that there was going to be a huge shift towards mobile gaming. Wanted to get behind that and wanted to be one of the first to provide a lot of support towards mobile gaming. Uh, so they started this company called Aftershock Media Group. Uh, AMG has a ton of influence in the Clash of Clans community. Even if you have never heard their name before, you, I guarantee, have heard the names of many of the people who are signed with AMG and who are supported by AMG. Uh, so yeah, you, 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 if you've been around Clash of Clans for you know any number of years, you've probably heard those names of, of Power Bang and in Clash with Ash. Some of the other Clash of Clans content creators who are signed with AMG include Judo Sloth, Klaus Gaming, Kenny Joe, Carbon Finn, Clash with Eric, Echo Gaming, and Lexnos. All those guys are supported by AMG. They, uh, if, if you've ever seen any of those guys show up uh, as you're watching a random YouTube video and they have shown up doing an ad, uh, it's probably because AMG helped get them. Oh, dude, don't cut me off and run me over. Uh, it's probably because AMG helped hook them up with that advertiser. Uh, if they have ever experienced any problems with their their content. Um, so, for instance, over the weekend, uh, there was a PUBG Mobile content creator who his uh, his YouTube channel was deleted and taken down. Um, YouTube said that he was violating all sorts of terms of service and community standards, um, talking about uh, doing scams and spam and, and all kinds of stuff that the dude has never done. Um, and what probably happened was he had some trolls go into his videos or into his live streams because he does tend to get a couple of trolls to show up in his live streams and they submitted a bunch of false reports and there were enough false reports submitted that the YouTube bots that see these things just took his channel down. Uh, and unfortunately team YouTube in their responses is very slow on these types of things. If you do try to appeal, uh, all you get is a bot response, and it takes forever to get through this process. Now, if this is a if this is a, a content creator and a gamer who is relying on this income coming in from these videos that they're doing, and now their channel's gone, uh, that is that is seriously hurting these folks. Well, Riggs Gaming, he's a he's a PUBG Mobile uh, content creator. He's the one who had his his YouTube channel just taken down and completely deleted. Uh, everything gone, and then because of that, there were some ripple effects because other platforms, when that are that are when they when they you know verify and tie together your accounts, when one of those platforms sees that another one has banned the person, then that platform bans them too. So, guy got banned on Instagram also because his YouTube channel had gotten banned. Now the the nice thing for Riggs was this happened the day after he signed on with AMG. AMG being a large company, 
and having a great uh, reputation, they know the contacts directly within uh, YouTube to be able to get a hold of and try to sort through the, you know, just, they get inundated because there, there's a ton of people who get legitimate bans and everybody then tries to appeal and has, you know, they don't have any real stance or any, any real chance of having that appeal uh, approved because they have done stupid things. So it's difficult for the guys who really do have a legitimate appeal to have their stuff noticed first. Uh, AMG worked around the clock and were finally able to get through to the right folks to go and check out Rick's stuff and see that, no, he in fact had never done anything wrong. They got his channel back. Uh, there should be a video premiering on his channel pretty soon from the time that I'm recording this uh, that's going to explain all that. But those are the types of things that AMG can help out with. Uh, if, they, if there's problems with the content creator stuff, they can kind of be the go-between and uh, get all that stuff sorted in a timely manner. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not just a Clash of Clans player. I do like to play PUBG Mobile too. That's, that's my other mobile game that I'll go to. Some of the, the PUBG Mobile guys who are signed with AMG include Winsanity. Uh, Win actually was an employee of AMG for a while, also doing some other things. But Winsanity, Rolex, The Bushka, Dab Plays, Riggs Gaming, Fates, Metalcore, The Seven Worlds Gaming, Hot Jukes, and Zute, uh, if you've ever heard any of those names. Those are some of the guys who are who are involved with uh, AMG. Uh, the Bushka, uh, that, that grub of an Australian uh, PUBG mobile content creator, love the guy. He went through a very similar thing that, uh, that Riggs did, and he's been with AMG for a while. And his channel got taken down because of these false reports. And within 24 hours, his was back up because AMG was able to get in there, talk to the right folks at Team YouTube, and get his stuff back online. So these are the types of things that, that AMG is providing. Um, they have a, like I said, a massive impact on our favorite game, even if you've never actually heard their name. They are supporting the guys who we like to watch. Uh, and even if we even if we don't watch all of them, just having these content creators who are making good content for us, uh, a lot of times any of the good feedback that we have on their videos or any of the good suggestions that we might have or if we're finding things that are wrong, um, believe it or not, Supercell does pay attention to what the, the big content creators are doing. And if there's, if there's bugs that are being reported through those guys, those bugs will probably get more attention than the ones that aren't being reported through some of the content creators. Uh, if there's good suggestions, uh, those things that are, that are getting, uh, noticed by the content creators are going to get noticed then by Supercell. So I, I've always wanted to try to help build up people. Uh, I've wanted to, to help encourage our community and, and help make sure that there's good things going on in our community. Uh, because if we can get better, then we can make the community get better. If we can make the community get better, that's only going to make the publisher of the game want to make the game better, and it's going to keep the game going longer and longer. So anything that we can do to build one another up, to build up our content creators, and to build up this game itself, it's, it's only going to be good for us because it's going to help the longevity of this game that we've come to know and love. Uh, and it reminds me of something that I heard yesterday 
Uh, yesterday, Monday, there were a bunch of uh, new Clash of Clans podcast episodes that came out. And Hero Killer, in the end of his uh, his worst episode ever, I believe is what he said. He was on his own. It was just a short one. But he was quoting a Pokemon Go podcast when he said, when the tide comes in, all the ships rise. Uh, Hero, I love that. That is, I mean, that that's basically what I want from from my podcast, and I would hope that the rest of, of the podcast community, the rest of the Clash of Clans content community, I would hope that would kind of be our mantra, right? That as we get better, the rest of us are going to get better. Uh, if we can build one another up, if we can, you know, do good things for each other, it's only going to make the rest of the community that much better. Uh, if, we, if we tear down each other, it's just going to tear down the game. It's going to tear down the community. And uh, I, I, I like to think that that is the, the goal of, of my podcast here is to get better. Um, that's going to be my my... Uh, my motto going forward here. Uh, if I get better as a player, it's only going to help make my, my clan better as a clan. If my clan gets better, then it's going to force the other clans around us to get better to compete. Uh, and as we do better stuff, it's going to create better content. Better content is going to create a better game uh, because we're going to be constantly having to change and Supercell is going to constantly be having to put out new and better stuff. Uh, so that's that's the goal from this point forward. Uh, that's going to be our motto is get better. Uh, so I'm going to be working on uh, some attacks and trying to get a little bit better at that. And uh, hopefully you guys will join me in this uh, and not just getting better in game, but let's, let's get better as people uh, as we're, we're treating each other out in town. Uh, let's get better at everything that we do. And uh, maybe we'll make this world a little bit better of a place. Now, part of the way that I think that, that we can get better as a community, again, is uh, helping our favorite game to get better and helping that mobile community as a whole to get better. And uh, one of the ways that we can do that is going out and supporting these esports awards and any of our, our favorite mobile games or uh, mobile game-related companies and creators who are involved in that. So as part of that, I would encourage you to go to esportsawards.com slash vote. That's esportsawards.com slash vote. Search through there, see the guys who are nominated, see the games that are nominated, check them out for yourselves, and then uh, vote as you're inclined. Uh, I have voted for all of my, any of the the, the, the things that are tied to mobile gaming, anything where I think that it could highlight what's going on in the mobile market. Uh, and hopefully we'll see some of those guys winning some awards when those uh, do come around. Um, and next year, when the eSports Awards are up for nominations, maybe go in and submit some nominations for your favorite mobile eSports gamers, and we'll see a few more of those come out. Maybe by that time we'll get some better eSports kind of things going on with Clash of Clans as more and more leagues are coming up as the World Championships are are in some ways running more smoothly, and in some ways I can see room for a lot of improvement. Uh, But I would love to see some of our favorite mobile games getting recognized in the bigger gaming market. Uh, It would just be neat for me uh, and hopefully for you to be able to see that.
All right, so that's enough droning on about the eSports Awards. Let's get back into a little bit of actual Clash of Clans content. Uh, let's talk about some armies that we've been using. Uh, let me know what, what things have been working for y'all. Uh, I wanted to get away from some of my my standard stuff and asked in clan chat uh, about some, some suggestions. Um, Big D hit me up with some of the Dragon Rider stuff that, that he's been using and that I've seen. And my Dragon Riders are still on level 2, so I haven't really been devoting a lot of time to using them as I, as I wait for them to get upgraded. Uh, but I do plan on using them well starting today, right? Because we've got that event. So I'm going to be popping a couple power potions uh, and a training potion and uh, trying those guys out for a little bit today. Uh, but for the past several days, uh, I've already shot, shouted this guy out once today on the episode, but uh, we're going to shout him out again. Apparently, I've been spending quite a bit of time with him in clan chat, and that is Sir Cello Pup. Uh, I asked about some things that were working for folks, and he sent me his army that he's been using, and it's masked dragons, y'all. Fifteen max regular dragons, not the, not the E-drags, not baby drags, not dragon riders, just straight up dragons, and it's nothing but them in your army camps. Uh, two rage spells, six invisibility spells, a, a poison, and then three free spells in the CC. Uh, your, the rest of your CC is made up of super wizards and barbarians and a battle blimp. Uh, of course, you know, the, the Barbarians used with the blizzard so that the barbarians come out first and tank some any of the the bombs or whatnot that might be around where your uh, where your blimp lands so that those can be destroyed or blow up before the wizards even come out. Uh, so that's why we've got those guys in there. And then four of those six invisibility spells are usually used on that blizzard. Uh, the other two are either used there in the blizzard if you're going to get a lot of value by maintaining those uh, super wizards throughout the core, or I've used them on my royal champion uh, to get her one. I can make a defense invisible so that she will target uh, another defense near it. So say I want to target the, the eagle artillery and it has uh, a wizard tower or something in front of it. You know, you drop the invisibility spell on that wizard tower. She goes to the eagle and takes care of it before it can activate and hit other things. Uh, or, you know, keep her invisible while she's fighting through a couple other things uh, so that she can take out a couple key defenses. Uh, unlike many blizzard attacks, this one doesn't actually start with the blizzard portion. Uh, it can, but typically it's going to be starting with uh, either a funnel of a single dragon on, on uh, two corners so that you can get that little bit of a funnel going, or with somewhat of a hero, a Sui hero charge to take out either a town hall or a key defense. Uh, if you can get to that town hall, then you, uh, you're kind of golden. You can use that blizzard to hit some of the other things um, that you want to get out and uh, take care of those there. Uh, but that's not the way most bases are, are being set up right now. I've seen a lot more of the town hall being in the core, kind of the ring style bases, or they're going to be in a corner, but it's, it's going to be like two layers deep. Uh, so is it worth sending the blizzard in such a short distance, or can I get in with a Sui through two layers of walls? Sometimes not. It, it all. It, that's why I like this army, is that there were a lot of different versatile options. Uh, if, the, if the town hall is cored, I can use king and queen on either side to help with funnels. Um, they can take out some trash stuff to keep the 
dragons inside. Uh, once you've got a little bit of a funnel created, it's a wall of dragons uh, that are going to be just a, spread apart just about as far as your warden's ability because then you're going to drop your warden and your blimp and you're going to hit an early ability. Uh, if you were unable to get the eagle artillery down, it's going to be right about the time those first eagle shots are hitting. Uh, if you did get the eagle down, you still want that early ability so that the blimp will make it all the way into the core. Uh, your goal, if it's a core town hall, is for the blizzard to get rid of the town hall uh, before the dragons get there. So you want your wizards to take out as much as they can. Uh, they want to get the town hall down and as much of the defenses around it so that the, the dragons don't get sucked into the center and into that poison bomb so that they will last through the rest of the raid. Uh, if it's not cord, then it makes it a little bit easier on some instances uh, where you can get rid of that town hall early with the, with the hero Sui charge or you can just send the blimp all the way across the base. You would kind of kind of get that L-shape kind of thing going, send the blimp over towards the corner that has the uh, the town hall after the dragons start going. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not always going to be blizzard first. Uh, many times it's going to be blizzard in the middle of whatever you have going on. It took me some time to get the timing down, especially after I put my Archer Queen down. <laughs> it kind of made it a little bit more difficult, but I kind of figured things out, uh, and it was working very well for me. Uh, Sir Cello Pup was posting a lot of replays where he was picking up a ton of triples or high 90s. Um, occasionally, it would be time fails would be the thing that would get it, because, yeah, the dragons can move across kind of quickly when you have enough of them spread out, but they're still not the fastest troops out there. Uh, and you don't have any cleanup in that. Uh, I've tried I tried doing it where I got rid of a couple of the dragons, added a couple loons and a couple minions so that I had some um, some defense targeting troops and some cleanup. That really didn't seem to do any better than having just 15 dragons uh, coming across that base. Uh, so so good job to Sir Chelopup figuring that one out. Uh, now I look forward to trying out these uh, dragon riders now. Uh, but it's going to be difficult because, again, I've got three heroes down, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, even with three heroes down with the mass dragons, I was able to continue to pick up some two stars. Um, but we'll see what happens with these this other army that I have going on. So let me know some other things. If you guys have recommendations for my next couple of days of how to continue to stay in Legend League without... A Barb King, an Archer Queen, or a Grand Warden, I would love to hear from you in the Discord. Uh, shoot me a link to an army you think would work, uh, and we'll see if we can get those suckers to work in there. Uh, today, I don't, I don't really, I don't think I'm going to bore y'all with with a, with much of a coffee talk segment. Uh, I've gotten pretty nerdy in the last couple ones, so we'll we'll give you a break from that. Uh, but let's. Uh, I always like to have a little bit of something off-topic from Clash of Clans in here, just so we can get some other conversations going. So, this week, hit me up in Discord and let me know what your uh, your favorite sandwich shop is. If it's a chain, if it's something close to you, uh, where do you like to get a sandwich? Uh, are you a Subway guy? Do you like Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's? Or do you have a local cafe that makes a fantastic sandwich? Uh, let me know what it is, and if I've got one near me. Uh, maybe I'll try it out one day for lunch. Uh, me, I am sitting outside of my cafe that I hit just about every Tuesday uh, for lunch. Uh, and uh, about to head in here and grab a cup of coffee and a chicken salad sandwich. Because they make one of my favorite, favorite chicken salads. And uh, 
yeah, it's what fuels my Tuesday afternoon. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, let me know what you got. Um, why? I don't know. Just because I like to ask random questions every once in a while. If you do have any questions for me, be sure to hit me up in Discord. I'm in the, the Clash on the Potty Discord server. The link is in the uh, the show notes and also the podcast description. Uh, if you join that Discord server, if, you, if you're a new member to the Discord server, head over to the, uh, the self-rolls. You want to grab one of the... Uh, the, the podcast family roles, click on the fish there to get the role to be able to see my my channels in the server uh, and post any questions you've got in questions for Catfish or uh, just chat with me there on some various other topics that we have going on. Uh, and as I leave you this week, um, let's work on getting better, y'all. Let's, uh, let's lift up this community. Let's not tear each other down. Let's, uh, let's try to improve our attacks. Let's try to improve the relationships we have with our fellow clashers and uh, let's make this a better community for everyone to enjoy. I've, uh, I've loved talking with many of y'all that I've been clashing with for many years. I, uh, I love the visits and the chats and whatnot that I have with my, my Knights of Zion family and with the, the Klaus gaming community that we have in Discord there. And I'd love to continue growing that and uh, lifting each other up, making each other better, Let's do that, guys. Let's get better. Bye for now.